0: Welcome to Almighty Pod. We're back for uh, episode three. You can give us a follow over on Twitter at AlmightyPod. Or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com Almighty Pod. I'm joined as I am every episode by Mr. Christopher Wright. How are you? I am good. How are you, Tom? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. And Mr. Samuel Taylor, how are you? Are you
1: well? I am well. How are you? Very, very well. Thank you. Very well. <laughs> good. Your hair's not,
0: though. Not good.
1: <laughs> not in a good place.
0: To be fair, none of our hairs are doing particularly well. I mean, I'm okay. I
2: mean, Sam's struggling with the length in certain parts.
0: <laughs> well, Sam finished. always has that
2: struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Great, it's already. Then, Tom, you've um, you've gone full on Elvis Presley on us. You've gained a I just foot don't in care
0: height. <laughs> it's just, I've had enough. I'm tempted to just go number one all over. Tom's six foot tall these clippers. days. Oh, can I do it? Can i gonna <laughs> shave your hair off. It won't even fit on the webcam, it's like <laughs> going above the screen. <laughs> um, but we're, we're recording today, um, again through Skype, because we're still in self-isolation, and we're recording on Good Friday, which is quite a significant day, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Um, but start off, as we do, following, talking about how weeks are going and stuff like that. Tell me what you've been up to this week, boys, and how your bowels are also doing. Bowels. Um, what I've been up to this week,
2: I've... Watched some TV. I've cut the grass. Played FIFA. Got Portsmouth to the FA Cup semi-final. Um, had a tough quarter-final against Spurs. But got a last five-minute winner, um, which is always nice. That's probably the highlight of the week. Um, <laughs> I went I went to the co-op. That was fun. But I tell you what, going to the co-op, it's dangerous. How small the miles are. Keeping it two metres away from anyone, you can't.
1: I had a nightmare this week. I uh, picked up a, a bottle of milk from the first aisle of the co op, walked all the way around to the end of the co op, realised it had been leaking all the way around. <laughs> oh, and there's this trail of <laughs> milk behind me. But that wasn't even the worst thing. The worst thing was that I had to go, I had to break the rules and go back the wrong way around the wrong way system <laughs> around the co op. There's all these people tutting <laughs> at me. Oh, I,
2: when I went to the co op, I went there, I stood outside. There was a woman stood by the door, and I was like, why are we stood here? And she was obviously queuing. And she'd been to Morrison's or Aldi or somewhere and queued. So we stood outside the had to for five minutes. <laughs> and then I've gone, um, excuse me, have you checked that we have to queue? <laughs> and she went, no. So I went, <laughs> put my head through the door and said, do you have to queue up? And she was like, no. And the woman looked at me and thought, oh. And I let her go I let her go in first because I was polite.
0: But I had that as well. I went the one stop, which is the corner shop nearest to us. And there's quite a clear sign outside that just says, please queue by this delivery sign and then we'll call you in when when appropriate so I'm waiting there for a good 5 or 10 minutes (laughs) and then this person just gets out of the car and walks straight past me going into the shop I'm like what's going on here (laughs) people looked at your hair and thought I'm not having him in there have either of you done a big shop yet at a proper
1: supermarket yeah I went to Morrison's this week how's Uh, that uh, easier than the co-op big wide aisles it was alright that's good how long did it take you to get in oh straight in straight in you're joking what time did you go tell me more I went, <laughs> what day did I go? Was it Monday? Um, Monday. Monday afternoon, early afternoon on Monday.
0: That's good. Because I'm only asking because I went, well, I went for myself last week and I went to wait 20 minutes at Tesco. Um, and then we've been like, some people at our church have been signing themselves up to go shopping for other people, which I've been regretting yesterday <laughs> <laughs> because I went for this old lady um, who gave me this. Shopping list that looked like Egyptian hieroglyphics. You couldn't <laughs> understand any of it. Did you buy some random stuff on purpose? So I went to ASDA with this list, and the queue was like snaking round like a flipping rollercoaster queue, and then was right down the back of the car park. Took me an hour and ten minutes to get into the shop. Whoa, no way. I'd have given up. No have way. you seen
2: the advert for Tesco?
0: No. It's so funny. They're talking
2: about out being safe in Tesco, and they go, "You need if any if you've got any problems, um, just." Um, find Marcus and they're talking about the markers on the floor <laughs> but it sounds like Marcus so if you are new to Tesco you need to go and say hi um, is Marcus there um, because and honestly next time you watch it it's like they're talking about Marcus not Marcus so that's Tesco I haven't been to Tesco for years don't like it don't like the brandy
0: it's funny as well to see how different people are taking like, the different lengths that people are going to with Staying safe, and you get people wearing gloves and different variations of the face mask. There were some full-on gas masks at Morrison's, yeah, yeah. and uh, people doing like makeshift scarves. Or you get all sorts coming out. It's, it's pretty funny. How about your bowels? You uh, you told me about your weeks and your shopping. How's it going on? No, had, I think we've both had a solid week. <laughs> <laughs> solid week, solid poo. No, no, it's been,
2: it's been fine. No issues at all. I've, I've started using no the downstairs toilet all the time now. Have you? I've given up on
1: upstairs. It's tricky. The Pressure. I, there's just cope. not much room in the downstairs toilet. What do you think you're wedged in between the shower and bath upstairs? No, but I, it's a it's a bigger room in it. I like to be able to. Okay. Bit, I was going to say foam. spread out, but that's probably not <laughs> <a> good <laughs> phrase to use. <you. laughs>
0: I like spreading out on the toilet. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and the, also with your downstairs toilet, Sam, you're quite close to like the kitchen where a lot of people.
1: Oh, very, close. And very close, very close. then. I, I mean, try and go you, in order.
0: Have a quite a specific criteria that we've discussed for many years <laughs> about what makes a good toilet, a good toilet. And one of those is like the the displacement from other people, because you don't want to be heard. You want to be there. In the, w- peace, w- the worst mountains.
2: ones are in America. We've seen them.
0: Oh my! <laughs> <lad>. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're on about. <laughs> like, what? Is, what are them doors about?
1: You you're gonna, I, don't, I don't know what through. you're on about here you're going to have to fill me in so do you know when like, if on. you go to
2: the toilet in the UK and I've got the little spe- gap under the door which is about I don't know three or four inches yeah in America you can literally fit a toddler under it's, no, like, it's, like, a massive, it's like knee height
1: I know sometimes
2: <laughs> sometimes you can even see the person on the toilet wow, it's ridiculous. ridiculous and I don't understand why they do it why
0: wow. no and as well as that the toilets themselves the water level <laughs> is like <laughs> touching your bum <laughs> And it's not small. It's like not a little tiny bit at the bottom of the, s- the toilet like you get in the UK. It spreads out. Oh yeah. When, the whole when we surface. went to when we went to
2: Florida a couple of years ago, I blocked the toilet in the villa about three times, and had to get my Uncle Ash to go and block it every That's time. <laughs> <laughs> and there was about four toilets in this villa. In the end, I was given my own toilet, and I wasn't allowed to use any other toilet. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Because like the, I didn't realise the the bends at the bottom in America mm. they're very small. Very small. It's tricky. So and also oh, it's terrible. I, I don't know what your it.
0: routines are like, but whenever I go to the toilet, first thing I do is take a couple of sheets of toilet paper and put it into the toilet so that you don't get splashed back then. It cushions the first pooplet and so but you can't <laughs> do that in America. Okay. <laughs> because the surface area of the water is so big, you c I mean you're gonna be using a lot of toilet paper and you're definitely gonna get stuck in that small bend. So <laughs> You get flashback every time, and it's just a, it's an absolute nightmare. I couldn't oh, live there. Unless you lower it in slowly. Who's got that kind of control, though? <laughs> I mean, speak for <laughs> yourself. <laughs> wow. No, I've but been, we're uh, all good.
2: But uh, how 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 have you been getting on, Tom?
0: I've, I've been okay. To be, not intentionally, but this week I've not been doing as much of the cooking. It's been Tam. And so we've been eating a bit more healthily, which I think <laughs> has benefited me. Wow, what do you usually cook? I thought you could only cook beans on toast. I'm am all right. I'm good with the deep fat fryer. <laughs> 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 nah, stick it in a fryer and it'll be Tom's had us on like posh pasta recipes with all different kinds of veg and healthy stuff like that. So it's benefited me down under. I believe it's my time. On the first episode, Chris, you shared with us your poo story about. Um, well, it wasn't your poo story, it was your granddad's <laughs> poo story. <laughs> Allegedly. It's <laughs> worth listening to if you've not heard it. Sam, last time you spoke about the Brown edge. edge and why it's called Brown the Edge. edge yeah. Um So this week, I'm going to share a little bit about um, one of the many poo stories that I have, unfortunately. Yeah, I was reminded about midweek when one of our listeners, one of my friends, Ian, uh, he messaged me and he was like, listen, you've got to share that poo story from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, fair enough, that wasn't a bad story. So just to set the scene, I don't imagine many people will know that I did geology at uni. And as part of doing geology, for your dissertation project, you have to go somewhere for like six weeks minimum. You to look map like you did the ge- geology.
2: <laughs> What's that mean? If I saw you on the street, i think <laughs> he was a former geology student, he was. Well, you just wear jumpers and you've got
0: stupid hair. Well, I've got stupid hair now. I don't think I dress like a geologist.
2: Well, you, you quite frequently wear a shirt with a jumper.
1: Yeah. That's just a solid look. I mean, currently wearing a cardigan.
0: Nothing (laughs) wrong with cardigans. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the people that did geology, they were the kind of people that... I mean, no offence to them, because there'll be some listening maybe, but they wear like walking boots 24-7, probably in bed. (laughs) Our lecturers... We had lecturers, right? Really nice. And I mean this in like a a characteristic way, not like how they look. Really nice female (laughs) lecturers, right? And they were dressing... (laughs) They would dress in really nice dresses and clothes. And then they'd wear huge, like, (laughs) north Face walking boots. (laughs) It's like they had to because they did geology. Um, Anyway, so for this seven-week mapping dissertation, we were really fortunate in that one of my friends had a house in Spain in the middle of one of the areas that you could go to in the Pyrenees. So we went out there for seven weeks. Only really saw each other for seven weeks because there was no one else out there. Um, And it was just... When I was there, it was the most horrendous seven weeks of my whole life. And Tam would tell you exa- the exact same because on the first night, the first day of mapping when we were out there, I threw an absolute straw <laughs> <off>. <laughs> And I rarely get really angry. But I, on that day, I just had enough because it, fir- it was the first day of a seven-week mapping trip where you're out in the middle of the Pyrenees. It's 45 degrees. <laughs> you're walking miles every day. And um, I just had enough. I couldn't, I didn't know what any of the rocks were I was falling over. <laughs> I had not seen this rock before. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought this like A3 waterproof clipboard thing, and I dropped it and scratched it and threw it on the floor, and <laughs> it's just not going very well. Were you, working, wa- <laughs> were you wearing walking boots? I was here. Yeah. So you did look it like a so. geologist. Didn't you? I did, at the, when I was doing geology, I did look like a geologist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and anyway, fast forward two or three weeks, so I'd got a bit more comfortable. I'd understood what some of the rocks were, um, and. When I look back on this now, I still don't know, as someone who poos at least three times a day, how I managed in the middle of the Pyrenees from about nine in the morning until five in the afternoon without having a poo, because okay, there were no toilets around, and I didn't poo in a field like Sam did until this day, which was the worst day of all these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, and I was, I was feeling particularly weak inside and vulnerable. And I was walking around I found this local town and I Was, was your crowns
2: bad at this point?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you look before at some of your operation, photos, Yeah, yeah. I was like eight and a half stone. Looked terrible. Um so I was walking up the west side of this map. I was like, I need to get to this area, I've not been there before. Dead art walking up these mountains and things. I found this little town and I thought, Oh, I need to go here. This is this feels like a loose one. <laughs> 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 I thought I've not got long. I've only probably got about 10 minutes before this is coming out, whether I want it to or not. So I was looking around and I thought, I just need a public toilet. It became pretty evident pretty soon that there was no public toilets. So I was looking for anybody in this town to knock on the door and say, please, whatever it is in Spanish, let me come and use your toilet. There was no one, not a single person. So I found this field, as Sam did last week, ran into it, piled up some rocks either side, so I actually kind of fashioned the toilet. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow! And did my business in between, Um, and it was just there was flies because it was warm anyway, it oh, it's just sweaty. Just a really grim situation. Um, Anyway, so it wasn't very good. I did wipe because I had some tissues. You didn't wipe? No, I did. I had some tissues. I was prepared. Okay, Um, and then walked back through the town and got chased by these flipping. (laughs) mutant dogs out of this town. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mutant dogs. They were just Could they smell you? It was the worst it, maybe they did. Maybe, <laughs> you know when you like you know when they, they, dogs like mark their territory. Maybe I'd gone in their territory and marked mine so they're offended.
2: <laughs> they could anyway, we on The only wee on your leg.
0: So you had to document in your notebook when you were doing the mapping what you did at like every hour each day. By one o'clock that day I'd written I've had enough, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> well. So I just sat by the car waiting for my two friends. Didn't and you write that was it? Didn't
2: you write down all of your um initiative of toilet making?
1: Yeah. Did you not identify the rocks you used to make your toilet with? Did you not
2: well, identify
0: the rocks I you I was in with. the right state of mind beforehand and then afterwards they didn't look the same, so, <laughs> 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 so that is my most recent addition to Pooh stories.
2: Well, I, I feel like I, I've spoken a lot. I know you quite well, and I know there are worse that we can bring yeah. up in the next worst few to weeks. Come. Worst to come. So, the folks who are listening, that is just a taster into the life um, of Tom. His Pooh journey, his Pooh cycle that poo you will all quite fond of. That's
1: probably Tom all summed up in uh, two words, isn't it? I would say.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. It's probably not a bad definition. <laughs> Chris, I'm getting past to you. To hit us with some current affairs, what's been going on in this last
2: week? Do you know what? I'm looking forward to when coronavirus is no longer a thing and I can do other things apart from coronavirus in my current affairs section. Um, Not a great deal. Um, Deaths are now quite high. We're nearly hitting 900 on average a day. Um, But that's going to go up over the next week because at the moment we only get the statistics from the NHS. Whereas now we're going to get the statistics from the National Office of Statistics. I don't know. National Statistics Committee or Office something?
1: of National Statistics.
2: I don't know. Something like that. Sounds good. Um, because they take in the deaths that aren't just in hospitals. So it's going to go up by a significant um, number. Um, Boris Johnson is still in hospital. He was admitted to hospital after not being very well earlier on the week. Um, but the hospital said he's doing well, and hopefully by the end of the week he should be home again. Still won't be better, still won't be um, back to doing his normal duties, but he's shown improvement, which is positive because we could do with the Prime Minister during this time. Um, and I can't, there's not really much else that's been going on, I don't you think.
1: No, Every every day we've watched those briefing things, or yeah. I've been coming home from work and asked you what happened, and you say, Nothing. <laughs> Nothing nothing's happened.
2: No, there's quite a bit of pressure on the government to disclose when we're gonna
0: be out of lockdown, but they know just as much as we do at this moment. Um, tell you what that's ramped up. Um people flipping clapping outside for the carers. It's oh, not just clapping huge. anymore, oh, it's off the chain. taking on full full uh, instruments and taking drunken in out with them.
2: It's insane. <laughs> people go nuts. It's a good time to go for a run if you want to experience what it's like to finish a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Because let's face it, I'm never going to finish a marathon. So I might just run around the block whilst at 8 o'clock next Thursday. It wouldn't finish th- that. Imagine everyone's clapping They <laughs> <laughs> probably stop clapping when they see me running.
0: <laughs> we did have a guy yesterday when everyone was clapping, just walking his dog
1: down the street. It was so awkward. Taking the applause. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he his head down.
2: <laughs> he uh, he should have been clapping as he was walking around.
0: Another thing that's ramping up. I don't know about you guys, but I've never done so many flipping quizzes in my entire life.
2: Oh, Quizzes, I love them. Big I'm in the going quiz game because
0: I love a quiz. But I love them.
2: You're well for th- for those listening. Tom wrote a quiz, um, a sports quiz for um, ourselves and a few others, and we did it the other the other day, and it was horrendous,
1: a terrible quiz. Chris was poor. Poor performance from Christopher Wright. Um,
0: it was the best thing I've ever made. Twenty rounds. I did it with some other friends. We started at half eight, finished at about two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, all about football. But what what
2: frustrated me was I, I won two rounds, and but there were other rounds where I literally got zero. It's frustrating, Tom, it angered me. So, as a as a response to this, I've written my own quiz. Des-
1: what's, this, what's the theme? It's just designed for you to lose. He spent the whole whole day yesterday on it. The whole day he was on his laptop right on this quiz. It's a commitment. It's a good <laughs>
2: quiz. It's a good quiz. I'm looking forward the to favorite it. My favourite round is the scandals it. round. Wow. Questions all about scandals over the past 30, 40 years. Political, royal, sporting scandals. The dream.
0: Nice. And I understand as well. Obviously, we said we are recording on Good Friday. Um, there's been a bit of something in the news this week about Easter eggs, whether they are controversial or not. Uh, Chris, can you fill us in? Of
2: course. um, There's a lot of talk at the moment about how the police are meant to police this whole lockdown and how far they can go, um, what is appropriate, what's in their jurisdiction, that kind of stuff. Um, But there's talk of the police checking your shopping to make sure that when you are going to the shop, you're doing an essential shop and you're not just going just for the fact you want to leave the house. Um, So there's been a big discussion about whether Easter eggs are essential and I think Easter eggs are essential because chocolate is essential. Do you agree, Tam?
0: I agree. I'm a big chocolate fan. Um, I've had Easter eggs. Well, this has annoyed me, actually. This is another topic for discussion. I've had Easter eggs bought for a week and a half. They've been set on the table. And Tam is adamant that we can't open them until Sunday.
2: Good. I agree with her. I've opened one Easter egg um, so far. It wasn't to eat. It was... For a talk for Swanback's Messy Church group, which um, Sam, I'll let you, I'll let you tell I'll tell the story because you filmed me and it was horrendous.
1: So we had a we had one evening to film this video, and Chris decided he wanted to use an Easter egg. So we scoured the kitchen for an Easter egg. I'm not a big believer in Easter eggs. I, I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I'm not a big You've fan. Just not had the right ones. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> uh, so anyway, at the back of this cupboard, we found an Easter egg that was probably three years old. I would say. And um, So, not in a good structural condition. <laughs> <Three> yeah, <laughs> no,
2: yeah, it was three years. But to be fair, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be.
1: So Chris ramped up to this big moment in his little talk video thing, where he was going to open the Easter egg to reveal that there was nothing in there, and talk about Jesus not being it, there'd been nothing in the egg, like Jesus wasn't in the tomb or something profound like that. Um, very profound. <laughs> very profound. Um, so uh, it gets to the point in his video where he's trying to do this, um, and he goes to crack the egg open, um, and you could see the <laughs> concentration on his face. It's building up to something really profound. Well,
2: it is a difficult to open Easter egg.
0: It's hard. It's difficult. Especially, well, it's hard to open a normal one, but a three-year-old <laughs> three-year-old Easter egg. So you can <laughs> imagine what happened. It together, it went into about
1: a hundred pieces all across the rug, across well, the carpet. It exploded. Everywhere. It was exploded. Everywhere. It was like
2: something out of a, an action film. Ridiculous. So I think Sam put a
1: bomb in there. We couldn't do it again because we had one Easter egg in the house and obviously they're now a non-essential Yeah, non-essential. Item. Well, uh,
2: when it exploded, there was about a second where I thought, what on earth do I do? So I just burst out laughing and then <laughs> about a second <laughs> after laughing, I realised I'm just going to have to carry on. Yeah. So I carried on like nothing happened and it worked.
0: Nice. We'll have to try and get that out on Twitter so people can see it, because it it's funny. one thing hearing it, but seeing it is genuinely really fun. Yeah, funny.
2: we'll put it out. We'll uh, edit it down and put it out.
0: So we're, we're going to move on. We're going to actually think a little bit about Easter just to kind of take us towards the end of this episode. Um, Sam, is there anything you want to say to start us off?
2: No, I'll start us off.
1: <laughs> Go um, on. I was not prepared to speak <laughs> then at
2: all. <laughs> I'll, I'll save you, Sam. I'll save you. I'll save you. Easter is, I think for Christians, for us for us three especially, it's probably the most important time of the year. So for us to have to do this uh, without leaving the house is something that we've never experienced before, probably parents haven't. Easter is probably the busiest time of the year for church, probably even busier than Christmas. Um, so we're having to do this quite differently, so we've been doing quite a lot of reading ourselves. Um, and just to start us off, um, if I talk about obviously the cross, um, and Jesus get into there, and then we'll go try and go through the whole Easter story in just a few minutes because we could spend a whole podcast series doing it. Um, but I'm just going to talk about um, the beginning. It's just after Jesus has seen Pilate. Now, for those who don't know, um, Pontius Pilate is one of the generals um, in Jerusalem, and he um is in charge of deciding who gets sentenced to death basically. Um, it's his it's his call. Now Jesus has just seen Pilate and Pilate can't find any fault in him. Um when he's tried to find a way to condemn him he can't. And in the end he said to the crowd, who've been infiltrated by the religious leaders, he said to them, Who do you want? Do you want Jesus or do you want Barabbas who's this mass murderer? And the people have pit Barabbas to be freed instead of Jesus. They've condemned Jesus to death. Um, So Pilate washes his hands of him, hands him over to the soldiers, and the soldiers then mock Jesus. Um, And I think for me, what I've been looking at this week is the part where they put the crown of thorns on his head. Um, They do this to humiliate him. Um, And this goes all the way back to the beginning of the Bible. It goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden, and God says, as a result of your sin, um, the earth will be cursed with thistles and thorns. And, what, 2,000, uh, 4,000 years later, we find Jesus um, preparing to be sentenced to death with a crown of thorns on his head. That very thing that God said would be cursed in the earth. And I think what is important to take from this is that um, it's its like an exchange and how it goes is Jesus gets everything that we deserve and we get everything that he deserves. Um, we find ourselves with Jesus with the crown of thorns, yet he lived a life of perfect obedience and we get the reward for it, which I think is the fundamental part of Jesus going to the cross.
1: So a helpful way to think about it. So say um, I set Chris a task and said if he didn't complete the task, there's going to be a consequence, and that consequence was going to be you got to do 100 press-ups. I can't okay. do 100 press-ups. Can't do 100 press-ups. Press- I could ups. do you 10, maybe. Okay. Eight. We'll stick to 100. <laughs> okay. So the consequence is going to be 100 press-ups if Chris can't hit the crossbar with a football. From the halfway line.
2: I don't think I can hit the crossbar from the halfway line.
1: No, I also don't think you can kick the football from the halfway line to reach (laughs) the goal. What are you trying to say about my football and ability? We'll save that for another podcast, I think. Um, So, I've set you this challenge. You have a go at kicking the ball from the halfway line, um, and it doesn't hit the crossbar. In fact, it barely reaches the penalty area. So, I say to you, right, 100 press-ups. And what happens, actually, uh, is Tom, our you know, most physically elite friend, comes in and says, no, Chris. What, Tom? For the purposes of this. Okay, fine. Uh, he says, don't worry, I'm going to do the press-ups for you. And that is, is what the cross is all about. Um, God says, this is how I want you to live. Um, we, as people, fall short of that. Um, and Jesus... Um, or for this purpose, Tomal comes in and says, I know you've fallen short, um, but because I want to be your friend, because I love you, um, which Tomal loves you, I, believe, yeah, I think so. Uh, he's staying very quiet at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Tomal slash Jesus says, don't worry, Chris, I'm going to take the punishment for you. I'm going to take the consequences for you because of your failure To hit the crossbar. Um, And that is what the cross is about.
2: And I think it's all about us not getting what we deserve. Yeah. And Jesus not getting what he deserves. Um, I don't know if you've got any stories about if you've ever had something you didn't deserve. Um, For me, um, I'll never forget when I was in year one. It was Miss Moore's classroom. And it was near Christmas time. And I had to draw Mary and Joseph, and I drew them naked. <laughs> 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 right? Now, that's because I didn't know that in those days they had clothes. I thought it's olden times, they haven't had clothes, they haven't been invented yet. Um, and I got detention. I had to miss break time. <laughs> How old are you? About six. I Sick. had to miss Let's get break... detentions in primary school. I had to miss my break time for drawing Mary and Joseph with no clothes on. That's, That's horrendous. And deserve that? Absolutely ridiculous.
1: I know both of you have got younger sisters, haven't you? I don't know about what it was like when you were growing up, but in my eyes, I never did anything wrong, but I always got the blame. Even when it was my sister's fault, I always got the blame. She always started everything. And then I was the one who got told off when she started crying because I'd shouted arrows. It was it was the other way yeah. around for me. Was
2: it? Yeah. Like Ollie used to get in trouble <laughs> nice. for stuff that I would do. So <laughs>
1: I'll I'll never forget
2: this. Um I don't think I've ever shared this with the family, but I once coloured in my mum's piano keys in permanent oh, no. marker. In what? <laughs> <laughs> in what? Permanent marker. Because I thought Um. all these keys should be black, not just a few (laughs) of them. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I called them in. I didn't call them all in. And then I thought, this is a bad idea. I'm going to stop. Put the pen down, um, put it on a table, ran upstairs and hid. All of a sudden, Dad comes in, very angry, asking why I've called them in. And I said, it wasn't me, it was Ollie. Ollie was about two. So he he didn't have the vocabulary to defend himself. (laughs) So the next time I walked downstairs, he was sat on my dad's knee crying while my dad was pointing at the piano. So I (laughs) apologise. Ollie, you took the punishment (laughs) When did this come out? What happened? Is this it? Is this the first time (laughs) you've ever admitted this? That's the first time I've ever told my parents. I've told other people. I've never Mm. told my parents or my brother. So um, Ollie, I am sorry. Thank you for taking the punishment.
0: I used to, on the siblings (laughs) thing, I remember when we were like really young, when it was appropriate to have a bath together. uh, (laughs) I remember having a bath. That was a bad time to take a drink. (laughs) I I remember being sat in the bath with my sister when we were really young. How old were you? 10? 12? (laughs) 17? I don't know. When it was appropriate. Last week. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being sat in the bath and she bit herself on her arm, <laughs> right, hard. So she had proper teeth indents on her arm, and then shouted, "My mum, what?" I was like, "Mum, Tom's just bit me."
2: <laughs> no, that's even worse. Mum comes me?
0: running in, telling me off. Tom, why would you do that? And I'm like, "Mum, I didn't." She bit herself. <laughs> she's like, she "Just sat here and bit herself," and she's like, "Don't be so ridiculous, Tom. Why would you do that?"
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. that's. And like then so she insane. picks Alice up,
0: who's pretending to cry and walked off and I can still see this image in my head now <laughs> right Alice has got a head on my mum's shoulder with her eyes just peering over raising her eyebrows at me <laughs> oh, it's pure, evil. pure evil that's like the omen it, honestly it's, I've not recovered
2: oh, oh my wow. gosh
0: that is funny okay then so just to finish off uh, I want to ask you guys just before I, I kind of pull this together here what would you say are some of the biggest mic drop moments in history so not like literally someone dropping a mic, but like really significant moments in history. So the ones I had just for just for some context: <laughs> AJ coming back to beat Klitschko on the same night as Sam Stag do. that was nice.
2: oh, unreal, a
1: massive evening that was huge. Was I was dressed as a banana. <laughs> yeah, boxing gloves. With boxing gloves. <laughs> With gaffer tape t- to you. T- <laughs> yeah. Uh, other
0: things like man man walking on the moon, South Africa winning the the Rugby World Cup during apartheid, finding out. Anton Dubek's middle name is Paul.
1: <laughs> pretty like, pretty ben, landmark moments. Ben Stokes you guys got name?
2: Ben Stokes, that's that's the, one, that's the know, one. Winning the World Cup for us single-handedly. I think the yeah. the, the, the mark drop moment for him was when he slid. Oh yeah, yeah, his eyes closed and the ball hit his bat and then went for another boundary. <laughs> <laughs> the only ten seconds of
0: cricket that my wife's ever watched. But wow, what ten seconds? And he watched the best ten seconds ever. Um, so for me when, when I was reading the Easter story this week and kind of going through what happened um, it's one of my favorite bits in the whole Bible is when Jesus says it's finished um, and he's it, been on the cross and this is literally just before he dies he says it is finished um, and what that means for us is, is massive The implication to that because he's dealing with all that stuff that we've messed up with taking the punishment like doing them press-ups for Chris that he could never manage by himself if you've ever seen him try to attempt any exercise thank you um but it's all to do with god and with sin um and and god and sin and sin being all the bad stuff that we do just don't mix so it's like water and electricity or toothpaste and orange juice or liverpool and premier league titles The (gasps) (laughs) 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 the two just don't go together um and so for us to be in a relationship with god which is just incredible that that sin had to be dealt with um, and that was jesus stepping in and so him taking that finishing all the punishment that we should have deserved all the separation from god that was there before that jesus finished all that which is just incredible and
1: um, which is what we celebrate during this easter time and it's amazing that as he says it is finished there's this moment in the story where the big curtain in the temple tears completely into and before that moment curtain was what they thought separated the sort of ordinary people from God and as Jesus says it is finished that curtain just falls away Um, which is this amazing idea that now um, we don't have to go through anyone else to get to God but the access to God is for us to have a relationship and not a relationship that's with a God who's died on a cross and stayed there Um, but a God who three days later came alive again. Um, And even in the midst of like what's going on now with a lot of death that's going on, um, we have a God who is life and brings life out of death, which is just uh, the most amazing thing to have and to know in your life. And um, I've got, just as we finished, I've got a friend who,
0: if I ever like drop in like quite a funny way, I'll drop like church and stuff into conversations because she knows what I'm like. And I'll stay stuff about, she'll make jokes about coming to church and she'll always say, oh, I can never come because I just think I'd burn. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've done so much stuff. I'm such a, like a bad person. I will just burn as soon as I went into the building. <laughs> um, but the whole point of this story is it's, it's not about having to be good enough anymore. It's not about what we can do to get to God's level because we can never do that. It's just about accepting that, all of that bad stuff that we think we've done or that we we know we've done, Jesus takes that, and so we can have that relationship with God. We don't have to earn it, um, which is what, which is why this is such a big deal for us and for for so many people. Um, cool. I think that is about it for episode three.
2: When we go back to football, when all this is over, and we have a crossbar challenge. Does this mean Tom is going to do my sit- uh, press ups when I fail?
1: Yeah, we'll put that on Twitter.
2: I don't know what would <laughs> be worse, Tom's press-up attempt or my crossbar challenge attempt. I
0: have not. I used to be able to do press-ups about 10 years ago. I don't think I've done one since. That's when you were like eight stone, pal. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> post cranes operation, I can definitely not do. <laughs> <laughs> Five stone later. Right, that'll do us. Uh, have a good week. Boys, I'll see you very soon. See you soon. See you soon on a computer screen. See you later.